Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Cinema podcast. My name is Austin. Today I'm joined with George and Chris. And uh, dude, we did it. We did it, guys. We're live from a, from recording on a sofa. Chris, you were sitting in the exact same spot, right? There was a sofa here, and we were just like cluttered in corners. We on tray tables and textbooks, and we've upgraded from getting rid of the sofa. First getting, things first, get rid of the sofa. Get rid of the microwave. Get rid of us being apart from each other on tray tables, right? Get a nice table. Do we have, we got to upload that. Like, I think it's uh, like one of the first TikToks I did was us. It was. With the little tray tables and we had our own little, Christian, we recorded the first episode with your mic on top of a microwave. Yeah, it was pretty, it it, it was a pretty (laughs) dumb idea. But uh, when you you have undying fans, then you got to make do, whatever it is. And we're talking about the fans that were in the house at the time. It was the summertime when we had started that. There was lots of fans going on. Yeah. And we wanted to please them. Right, right. Because those were our first fans. Those were. A lot of them are, are, already, are already watching now, but, you know. This now, is, well, now we've built those. We, we, we have. We haven't built you guys in particularly, but you guys have just wanted to come on this journey with us. You guys like hearing us talk about movies. You guys like hear, hear us talking about our lives. So let's do it, fellas. Let's we get, do it. We're amped up a little. Yeah, we we are like we got to talk about the nerves a little bit. Austin's been yeah. just mentioning like all these shows that he used to do in the similar <laughs> effect. Yeah, it's it's very similar. You know, like um, we we talked about this because we started so early today getting prepared. Like I think I got you around noon today. Yep, and um, early start. We we were here at three, and um, it's it's like the like shows where you know you don't perform till ten o'clock at night, but you're sitting there practicing and getting ready at like two and you're like we still got eight hours to go before we even perform this though we get it we get it like however long we want those you got like 15 minutes get in get out you done and we're in we're in the comfort of our own home like i mean i've never seen chris more comfortable than when he kicks his legs up on my couch yeah <laughs> you're the definition Wait, are you trying of to big, say are you trying to say something you're the definition of big chillin like big chillin you was, should, i had two two nice cushions and you know i was very I was surprised I didn't like start to fall asleep because that happens sometimes. You get that cozy. Yeah. I, can, I, I can see it. I can see it. But yeah. no, you, you need, I need to take a picture of you next time you're laying there. That way you can meme yourself. You're like the definition of big chilling or something. I don't know. It's just whenever I'm stressed, I think, where was I when I was in that moment in time? There it is. I could take myself back. Yeah. And it's not the beaches of the Car- Caribbean. It's George's living room. Yeah. So, George, how like all three of us have done a performance in some capacity, whether it be sports, theater, music, uh, donkey show. I mean, um, not donkey show, but hey, man, you got to pay rent. <laughs> you got to do what you got to yeah. do. George, how are you feeling, though? Because you uh, you've always been like super quick. I mean, you were like, let's live stream it. And I was like, all right, let's do it. But. I know uh, you were telling me earlier, it said it, you said it hit you for a second, like the, the severity. Yes. So, um, you know, us not being on 
video camera until like the past month and a half. Like you start to get it when you start recording yourselves and then you start seeing the videos go up like, oh, wow. It's not just the audio that's being broadcasted, but now you could see my mannerisms. You could see Chris going like this. You could see Austin and his Jamie ways like hunched over the computer researching our movies. And that all like coming together and then us finally going live. Um, I teach for a living, so it's pretty much like what I do every day, except this time it's more free form. So like I'm nervous in the sense that this is the first time we're doing this. And it makes me feel like a, like a football game once again. But at the same time, I feel cool, calm, and collect because I'm in the crib in with the, the crib. boys. In the crib. You guys make me feel comfortable. In the Good. crib, sleeping with your brothers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, that's we're, we're doing that. Yeah. We're doing that. So, Chris, does this compare anything to, like, those improv shows and stuff you used to do? Um... I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't think I'm really nervous to be live. Um, it's just like, if you're coming here, you want to hear three dudes talking about a movie. Or, we already have an understanding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're already like, we've already like the contracts already been signed. They, this is like, you know, war is routine. Okay. They're going to see us, you know, they, they, no, I'm not nervous. I'm okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm that didn't okay. sound like you were nervous at all right there. That no. sounded like the most natural Chris sentence I've ever heard in my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daddy. Well, I guess uh, maybe we, you know, get into how our weeks went. Yeah, of so course. So if you want to lead the charge on that. Okay. So this week, pretty productive in the sense that, like, I finally had a good academic week as a teacher. Um which then led me to have a movie day today because I was like, I worked hard for four days. So did my kids. Let's have a movie day at the end. So overall, teaching wise, very good week. Um, other than that, I've been live streaming Madden. I have a franchise that I've been playing uh, with the Do Not Complain League. If you guys want to go check out any of that content, go to the GCP on YouTube. You guys can watch me live stream some Madden content. And occasionally I've been also playing Rogue Company. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm changing it up. I'm dabbling here, there, but overall this week, very, very good. Very good. If I was like a monkey in a zoo, it means like I had lots of bananas. I had lots of bananas this week. <laughs> nice. Lots of bushels, dude. Sweet. Yes. Okay. What about you, Chris? How was your week? Um, it was actually pretty good. Um, I got an interview set up for a job on Monday. Let's go. So like, let's go making the moves. I'm making the moves, okay? God damn it, yes. Um, we could finally fully fund this podcast. We could finally revive Yugoslavia. Oh, oh my lord! <laughs> my, lo- no, my lawyer's saying that's some sort of incitement. I yeah, can't. They're, say it. they're right on the other side of the camera. You guys can't see them. Yeah, I, I need like a live legal consultant. You guys <laughs> are one. Our, our OnlyFans didn't take off the way we thought it would um, yet, but please do go support us there so that we can buy some. New arm stands and an XLR. Cable. I like how they're gonna go to OnlyFans and look up lukewarm cinema and nothing's gonna come up. And they're gonna be like, "Those fuckers lied Hold to me." Hold on, bro. Whatever they find under lukewarm, <laughs> that's questionable already. That weighs on my conscience that we'd like have led them to whatever that's gonna be. Oh, oh no! Oh my um, god! Some I watched a, a movie with with my other group of boys. Uh, we watched the movie Donnie Darko. I've never heard of it. It had Jared Leto in it. I think it was made in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. He was young. He's pretty young. 
but uh it's just it's kind of like a, this weird psychological movie he he like sleepwalks he's a kid who's like troubled he has to go to therapy and take pills but he doesn't take them per usual mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> what if i replace grandpa's psychotic meds with the vitamins <laughs> is that no 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 i just that's why i related to my real life <laughs> um but he's like he sleepwalks and he like sleep, he sleepwalks and he like falls asleep in a in a uh not a golf field what is it called a golf, golf course. course a golf field yeah golf field <laughs> the sports field at a golf course and that night a jet engine dropped from a freaking plane and smashed through his into his bedroom upstairs so even though his parents are trying to keep him indoors you know because he's like troubled and stuff he slept walked opened the door sleepwalking and like fell asleep in a golf course the jet engine didn't kill him what okay and then it goes behind like oh pills are a good thing it's <laughs> reverse crisis <laughs> pills are a good thing it, 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 it's it, it's a part of the story like it's not really as much about him not taking the pills as it is like he might be schizophrenic hmm. but like the the movie tries to tell you like no there's like more going on don't just fucking write him off because like he he's seeing this like figure this like this guy in a bunny suit that's telling him to do things right and he like burns down a pastor's house and all this crazy stuff. Because okay. of Easter, probably. <laughs> and uh, he thinks like he's like I know how to time. Like he's trying to figure out how to like time travel. He's like they put you in his view. He could see like the paths everybody's gonna walk and stuff. And he's like I can see the future. <laughs> and um, it it know it, it, it like and like it's such a like crazy ass movie that like I could only that's the best I can explain it. The plot gets deeper and like. By oh, the end fuck, of it, yeah. no, 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 just leave it right there. You're like, that's I don't a, know. That's a, that's a tease enough, because I kind of yes. want to see it, because I feel like it's one of those '90 films that, like, they just started learning how to use effects, and they're like, all right, let's have them time travel and use all these cool CGI's. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't necessarily science fiction. They just, it, it was just like you might just be crazy and schizophrenic. Like, oh yeah. So, uh, fun movie. Um, I was playing more Yakuza Zero. And I was playing that fucking real estate mini game again. <laughs> it's not over. It's not over. So you get all the properties, bro. And the, 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 you know, the business world is cutthroat. These, these guys want to bash you over the head. I finally got all the properties. Let's go. And I'm like the ruler of the city. Now I get like billions of dollars. King of the castle. King, King of, of the, the castle. Very nice. So, uh, that was fun. So Tell I had a McFine week. Uh, what about you, Austin? Uh, I had the absolute opposite of a McFine week. Uh, to cut a long story short, I shoved the whole bet. No, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a pretty rough week. Uh, but I'm here now. I'm happy to be here. All I'll say though is, uh, I took my mental health seriously for once, finally. And y'all should too. Drink your water, eat your ice cream or whatever. Yeah, but dude. The government, the government chemicals in the water. It's the only thing that that keeps the demons out. That's the truth. And that's uh, that's on FEMA's website. <laughs> you could what? Ch- <laughs> what? Oh my god! Just some like random like flat Earth Facebook group bullshit. Oh uh, I, I read the most immensely ill thing. It was like <laughs> it's flat Earth shit. It's flat Earth. Okay, they're like, and, and I think this is a troll. Like there are people who are like really funny about it. it a plane to go around the Earth. If the if the Earth is floating around in space. The plane would have to dip its nose down 
to the earth constantly or else within three seconds it'd be 80 80, 000 miles into space like 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 pretending hell? like there's no gravity oh my god we'll just call it mass yeah okay so we're talking gravity cool <laughs> and i was like dude that's the funniest thing i've read in my life some poor fucker out of facebook is gonna believe this shit <laughs> mom guess what if you, the planes are always pointing their nose down or else they would just fly up into space and the so. mom's so fed up with the kid's shit she's just like yeah sure and then that's how the flat earth community she's was like, we shouldn't have given him that ipad <laughs> parents Bro. that were tired of telling their kids that reality exists my kid yes, your fantasy land go ahead my kid learns on a facebook group that the earth is flat i'm gonna go like conservative parent and like you can't use the internet <laughs> that's it it's done it's over it's that that or if he gets into like furries it's over no more Th- that or he gets into furries oh my god <laughs> but uh, on about your week though austin uh, that was it just take your mental health seriously folks so uh yeah i'm just i'm happy to be here with y'all you're austin you've appeared happy as a clam ever since we've seen you and i i think it's just like that that uh that cool boy energy Parkour. that we give off you know what i mean and i'm jumping from personality to personality I mean, we've talked about it before, though. There's a there's a difference when it comes to like, you know, we see each other once a week. I mean, this week, Austin, you came over yesterday to help. It was us. like two days ago, three days, two ago. days ago. Yeah. To help us like, you know, get an idea of how we're going to set this up. But, you know, like we really look forward to this, uh, yeah. this time that we get to spend with each other once a week. Uh, it's almost like our version of church, like a really. Except it's real. Oh, and we don't. Well, we kind of we invest our money into the church. We do. But like it willingly we, can, we, I, we see our gains prosper i I'm, definitely get like the cult following aspect of <laughs> of our because th- like the people watching us like we're not just offering them you know white dudes talking about movies we're offering them salvation <laughs> join us for a boredom <laughs> you gotta, oh. gotta t-pose it <laughs> come join us well uh so glad we were able to, to talk about everybody's week so i think we should talk about is the movie that we're going to be reviewing which i'm going to say this right now for anybody who joins after this point i I put it in the title too but uh there are spoilers here because this movie just came out today correct and that's coming to america which is the sequel to coming to america coming the number two america this is the second i'm I'm very proud of us guys very i george feel very very proud it makes me feel like when we're watching the mandalorian again and we're like on on, to, on top, right? We watched Crisis last week. It just released last week, and you didn't even know. You were just like, didn't "We're gonna go watch it." it. We we're like, "Oh, cool! All cool. right, well, it's the, it's the premiere. That was a good movie. I'm still go. Uh, we just had that episode uploaded to our YouTube. Go ahead and check it out. We don't have video this time, but go ahead check out the. We made up for it with a live stream, though. Like, I Be, feel like stay tuned for clips too. But anyways, coming to it, America, coming to America two. People are saying coming to America two, but it's it's just coming and then the number two America. So I'll read a quick synopsis from imdb uh so the african monarch akim learns he has a long lost son in the united states and must return to america to meet his unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son that's all it says on that's that? all it is and i feel like that's good enough if you want spoilers like that that's what you get from the trailer yep. if you don't want spoilers you could, you could yeah, go ahead go ahead go to prime video you could put a pause on this live stream yeah go ahead pause and now what I'm hoping is that they go watch it. They all die. <laughs> and then they come back and then now unpause. And you watched Coming to America. It's yeah. like the video from The Ring. We just made them all die in our stead. <laughs> like, 
Go watch the cursed video. I'm gonna send you a a, a deep web link. I feel like I feel like Mark Ruffalo with uh, uh, Infinity War. Oh, just spoiling it, tall. Hell. Have you seen that? No. So Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk, it's him and uh, the guy who uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah, he's yeah. uh. Iron Patriot? Iron, yes. That's just, so yeah. it's them doing an interview. He goes, bro, if you think that's bad, everybody dies. And Don's like, bro, come on. <laughs> it was like an interview like a couple of days before like oh the release. God. He's like, everybody, and he goes, oh, wait, no, no, not everybody dies. And he's like, man, just shut up. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's, at that point, you got to treat it like sarcasm. Like everyone dies. And the, <laughs> no, at that point, it's, it's gone. But uh, that's what I feel like. Like right now, I feel like I'm like, ooh. This movie was great. Uh, I kept telling George the first five to ten minutes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great because they haven't held anything back with jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was hoping for because it's an Eddie Murphy film and the original came out in the 80s. You know, so. I I mean, it, it's the whole comedy thing, right? Like they really hit home at like what we've always been talking about. Can't be afraid to say things. Lay it on the line. And they 100% did that in this film. And, uh, you know. I'm I'm hoping that like whether I don't know if it's like the uprising of Dave Chappelle or you know just kind of like this comedic culture that Joe Rogan's really like inspiring that we can't be afraid to say things and Eddie Murphy just and coming Eddie, back to what he really was. Yes, well, yeah, it's I think those kind of comedians took a little hiatus. They stood stood back, they assessed the situation, and they said, okay, um, right now is probably not the best time. Okay, everyone's getting me too, so I don't want to be part of that crew. Let's wait a couple of years. <laughs> And then let's come out with some serious content once everybody forgets about all that stuff. Joking aside, like they nailed this. Oh, they great. nailed this film. You know, I, I was one one surprised. Like I had it. I don't really watch TV. Like, and you know, like I watch my media. It's like YouTube and whatever. Like, mentally ill memes come up on my like Facebook and Instagram feed, right? So I didn't know this movie was happening and I, I watched the original coming to America and not too long ago either because my mom showed it to me. I'm like, yo, this shit's hilarious. This shit bussing. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. So I was definitely surprised and uh, I'd say I'm positive on it. I I I don't want to get into ratings yet because we're not there yet, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I, the three of us were wheezing at some point throughout the film. Yes, yeah. I I cuz I don't think it was just Eddie Murphy. I think this oh, this was a star-studded comedian. Well, they cat. had like the original they had, they brought back everybody that they could. Mm-hmm. I I so just so the people at home know before you guys like get on George for like, "Whoa, he doesn't know that." I never watched the original Coming to America. Um and sometimes like I, just like I never watched Star Wars. I'm not going to watch the prequel sometimes because you need that other perspective coming in from the other side. So was like a lot of the comedic cast, like Tracy Morgan and Lisa Jones, were they a part of the first movie or no? Um, okay, but like Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Louis Anderson. Okay, um, like in the original, you had Samuel L. Jackson. The, okay, so they, I mean, you're you're just replacing. You yeah, know. you're bringing in new life into it. Like they had Wesley Snipes. Yeah, which was I was like, what? And then we thought Rick Ross was in there, but no, nah, look alike, look alike, doppelganger. He had a pair too. Yeah. Yeah. And shit. I mean, <laughs> out of all the other casts that were a part of this, who stood out the most to you in your guys' perspective, comedic-wise? Well, I guess... 
I would like I would say Arsenio Hall. It's because he had like the second most amount of screen time. I think. Mm-hmm. I I see. I was about to say that. Like, um, I guess screen presence because the jokes. I would say you know unless they're improvised, you know they're probably like pre written. But like best screen presence, funny wise. What do you, do you guys think? Eddie Murphy because he was other every, than Eddie Murphy. I think like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's. He's uh, the he's the carry. He literally plays multiple characters. Okay. If we're adding up points, we Uh, know who's going to be on the top. Leslie. You go Leslie? Yeah, because she she was not to be like rude, but sometimes I find her like comedy kind of cringy. But like this was just like she's just (laughs) from Quines. She fit it perfectly. I feel like Leslie Jones would be the perfect comedic opener. I feel like Mm. she could get a place jumping like she would crack jokes, but at the same time, like also get it like really lit in there. I. I mean, I'm I'm sure she's like a headliner now, but I'm debating between Lisa Jones and Tracy Morgan. You mean Leslie? Leslie Jones. My bad. uh, Tracy Morgan had some zingers in there, but what what do you think, Chris? Okay, see, I'm glad you said his name because I didn't remember his name. I'm just like, that's the guy in the last OG commercials, (laughs) which like that's fucked up as oh. Bro, that's a whole nother rant, bro. Why why were there so many theater ads of the last OG for like three years? I haven't even I don't even like know what the last OG is. I know Tracy Morgan from a lot of other things, though. See. Well, anyways. <laughs> that, you know, that's a ramp. That's a ramp that I'm gonna save. With your MLM scheme, we gotta get to that at the end. We're we're live now, so like you gotta show up for these folks. Bring it up. That's chart. true. That's true. if we get into it, uh, but I wanna continue with this facet of the discussion. Stop yeah. distracting them. The Tracy Morgan was really good. Um, either for the funniest of like not from the returning cast, either him or the uh, prince. I, I don't know his actor's name. Oh, I can tell you right now, Jamie. Can you? IMDb. Wait, Wesley Snipes. No, no, no. Wesley Snipes was the was the general. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was uh, fucking great was too. Though. Jermaine Fowler was the was Lavelle Johnson, aka the prince. Yeah. Okay. The new prince. I'll probably say the prince, so that guy. Okay. Then the general, Leslie Snipes. He was great. He was always he always had like a funny like swagger to him. Like he was a serious character, but like he was also very funny. Mm-hmm. And then Tracy Morgan, he's like he's funny because like he's like the like typical like hey yo what's poppin' be like you know <laughs> you know that type of guy. Um, and on the other hand, Leslie Jones, usually, honestly, like I look at her and I'm like, everything that people say she's funny for, like, she's always like really obnoxious and I don't like her. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like just my take on her. But like, she plays the perfect part in this movie for sure. Yeah. Obnoxious she plays the, laugh. <laughs> she plays the obnoxious. Oh, yes, queen. Like that's if anybody should play that part, it's her. So like definitely props to her for that. Um, so yeah, that's probably my order for, uh, the new cast. Okay. I see that. I see that. See, I, I'm so attached to some actors sometimes that they overshadow like the roles of, you know, the Prince for sure. In my opinion, like I love Tracy Morgan to the nth degree. Like, I think that man is just comedic gold. And I know just based on his personality and what has been said in the past, a lot of his stuff, I'm assuming was probably improvised. Or if it wasn't improvised, <laughs> like he makes those lines look just dummy. Natural. He added flair to him. Yeah. You know, he adds that Tracy Morgan kind of just 
swagger back from New York and just he's not afraid to say anything, you know? Yeah. And he's just one of my favorite all time comedians. That's why I like those little zingers that he would add in so much. Um, but Lisa Jones, man. Leslie. Leslie. Jeez. Why are you calling her Lisa? Because there's a basketball player and she's tall like a basketball player, right? And the <laughs> basketball player's name is Lisa Leslie. Oh, so, so like, you got you got like I got things like, going on there. I got just like in the movie with all the Japars and the Joffreys. The Joffers, yeah. The Joffers. Yeah, yeah. Like all the freaking lineages of them. Classic scene. And I mean, this is this I think we could get into maybe some what we thought was hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. The um the slow clap circumcision. <laughs> I think I think they should bring they should institute this. Um, possibly, you know, like you could, like you could do it at the bar mitzvahs. And I wonder when they do it at the bar mitzvahs, if there is a slow clap, because the slow clap really brings it to a head, literally. Uh huh. And, uh, you know, it gets the whole crowd jazzed around the boy getting the little schleem chopped off. <laughs> but my schleem. favorite part is that he was already circumcised and Lisa or Leslie Jones says, you just let him take a little off the top. We like it here. We like it here. <laughs> Dude, that, that was filthy when um, the assistant held the, or, or the, the, the shaman, the shaman. That's the best thing to call it. Cause what, was that a man or a woman? I couldn't tell. It was so, just it, an old human. Doesn't an old matter. human that Eddie Murphy is either Eddie Murphy or Arsenio Hall. It might've been Arsenio Hall, but uh, he takes out the damn, like uh, these are all the foreskins of your, all your ancestors is like nasty brown looking fucking weathered little thing. I'm like, that's hilarious because that's fucking disgusting. And he eats it. Oh, oh yeah, he chops it, then he eats it, and he's like, it's he a eats potato. it off the knife. Yeah, like, off the knife, like it was like some primal ass shit. But then you find out that they just like pranked his ass. Oh my goodness! I really thought the prince was gonna put his about to put his cock in that thing. I thought it was like a like a cock guillotine. <laughs> The like guard that's, cutter. That's what it looked like. <laughs> oh, bro, exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh my god, a cock guillotine. What's worse, cock guillotine? What are the options? You either have that old decrepit man with a machete slice off your shleem at the front, or you get your shleem taken off by the cock guillotine. The second one is fast. It's just. I yeah, I would have to choose the guillotine. I feel at that point, because I don't know that old man was very accurate with a machete. Like like he really winds up like an old pirate, like from an old film, and just like from all the way behind him, like brings it over, waving it. Like you'd like he's playing the carnival game to like hit the top. He's just like bringing it from the very bottom. He's you know, and I don't want somebody swashbuckling my cock skin off. (laughs) Like definitely gets scurvy. Like he winds up. He winds up. Like and you got to think like there's two sides of it, right? He's done this for every generation. No, he he must be really good at it. Okay, but he's old. But then he looks decrepit, and you're like, dude, I take my chance with the guillotine. (laughs) Like, dude, he could he could take the whole your whole your whole boy off you if he fucking misses. Yeah, because what if he just like comes in at an angle and it's like, and you got a slope to it now. Because I'm assuming only <laughs> the kings get circumcised. 
Yeah, that's what it seemed. Because so it's not like he's an expert at his trade. He's only he done it like this, three times. Yeah, he's this is third time, and now he has like. Did you they know, sanitize that machete? What if he was just like chopping bamboo with it, and he was like, ah, yeah, he's chopping a monk monkey meat, bro. That's how <laughs> oh, they say. Pe- people make jokes. They say they say like back in uh, what is it? Generations past, like centuries past, like. One of the reasons, like humans started contracting AIDS, is because people would chop a monkey meat and, like, they'd have an open wound and they want to be sanitary, and then that's how they'd get it through monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> like, cause okay, monkeys. Like, yes, they, I mean, how are we here right now? With, I thought with it quarantine? was because of the gays. That's that's good only, night, everybody. That's only like that's only like I'm bisexual. It's okay. That's only like what, what's the word like circumstantially true like oh the gays made everybody have aids no but it was the monkey you gotta know about the monkey meat bro yeah haven't you seen 28 Golly. days later dog like, I, the monkey definitely, I definitely know you just will have youtube as your main form of entertainment now that is a rabbit hole <laughs> yeah, it's like it's if you go 10 videos past freddie mercury singing at live aid you get to the monkeys created aids <laughs> it's the what? one where like well, you, you go to sleep to, to live aid and then you wake up and it's just like what the fuck <laughs> Carlos meant see a fucking jumping at 3 a.m. <laughs> or no, 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 um, I meant to say uh, George G- Lopez. George Lopez. I'm a fucking racist. Dun, 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 dun. But uh, and it's look. blaring like it's just up the decibel level on your TV at three in the morning. Okay, get back to the monkey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So to explain this in like a really like not like head ass way, basically in other countries, they sources of food have been like for. If you have like an exotic uh like ecosystem like a jungle, or if you're like borderline third world, there's lots of exotic like meats. Like the, it's like you go to Asian Africa, they'll eat anything, right? Mm-hmm. Of different things based on just what they had. I mean, why are we here right now? Okay. <laughs> Christian was like, Don't brush it. Okay. And so you gotta take the fact that like sanitation practices haven't always been as good as the motherfucker you know, that wants some fucking meat for his family or whatever. Somebody chops up. It's like AIDS is very similar to rabies. Like it comes from animals. Okay. So you're chomping a meat of an exotic animal and you have like an open wound or something, or like it gets in your eye or something. Boom. Like that's how it crosses. That's a legitimate way for it to cross over. Whoa. I imagine you as Charlie from, it's always sunny. with like the, the fucking blackboard with and Pepe we're gonna Sylvia. link below our YouTube video the, the the video that Chris is talking about so that you can be informed too about how monkeys <laughs> bro don't fucking suck me don't fact check me <laughs> <laughs> this is the lukewarm cinema podcast this isn't the hot cinema podcast I'm not a fucking scientist we bro. let that shit I watch slide movies. I'm a scientist we let that shit slide we're uh, lukewarm what were we even on about what was the we're talking about circumcision because George thought <laughs> it was, we're getting into our funny moments. I think we should continue yeah, to the next yeah, funny yeah, moment. Yeah, okay. So what do you guys got? Like we we bounced far on that one. That yeah, was a we good went one. Deep. That was a good one. Okay. Uh Christian, you go ahead, because I'm still I'm still gathering my thoughts. Um okay, this isn't a funny moment, but a sidebar, bro, they had a CGI CGI elephant one. And it wasn't bad. You could tell it it was CG, but like like it, it it's okay because like they say like any trained elephants get treated really shitty. So I'm like, whatever, bro. They they did CG. Yeah, it was definitely better than the Mandalorian Luke Skywalker. 
Kind of. Kind of. The the elephant, I could tell it was CG. The elephant's yeah. whole mouth moved. But it looked pretty good. I'm Yeah, okay. The lion, the okay, and then there's a CG lion. I know this this sounds really shitty, but the CG lion looked a lot better. I'll say that probably agree. because they had a lot more close-up shots. Like we gotta spend the extra money on this. I also think color plays a huge factor in those things. I was realizing like when you see the Luke Skywalker CG, um, you know, he's very bright. It's a bright scene. You're able to get like the full color correct. And an elephant, you got gray. And it's really tough to show like the definition, but whereas that lion, you know, you get like that ombre of yellows into oranges. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that plays a difference because you want to get the shadows right on the elephant and you're making a dark color already darker. That could possibly be the reason, but I think they should, uh, you know, maybe bring back some live elephants. I mean, you guys, we can use animals like just treat them. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, can we not, <laughs> you know, I mean, they didn't even get on top of them. Did they? No, like the elephant was just on walking. Camera. The elephant was. <laughs> it's probably cheaper. Just it's to, Hollywood. It's probably cheaper yeah. to just make one than to fly one out to your location. And yeah, I know. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I wonder what the the cost difference is. <laughs> that would be like an interesting YouTube video. Why CGI cost is cheaper than flying in a zoo? <laughs> because some chump like me will do it, so I can buy Taco Bell. Bro, they just installed the real engine, bro. They mean this is like they just got a, a pre-made <laughs> asset. Well, like I they, paid four dollars on the on the on the uh, epic library for this. Yeah, no, they should almost corner the market though. They should realize, okay, it costs this much to fly out an elephant. You can inflate your price a lot more. You know what I mean? To what well, as a designer? Yeah, I was like, well, they uh, do. Somebody, Designers yeah. are still not cheap, of course. So then that but, comes to the. But question. you also have to think logistically too, though. Like, do you really want to have to fly an elephant out to your location for one shot? No. If it's cheaper. It, I feel it would look better. Yeah, but it's Eddie Murphy, and it's a big budget movie. They ain't worried about that. They're like, what's easy? Uh, yeah, and plus COVID times probably like played yeah. a factor into it. I don't know. I just bring back live animals. Yeah, like <laughs> they're all dead. We need to bring them back. I'm sorry. What was what was the name of the country? Zamunda. Zamunda. Yeah, Tracy so, Morgan said Wakanda. So somebody was cutting up some elephant meat. It's, oh, God, and the boom Zika virus, like I gave it to Eddie Murphy, came to America, boom, bro. That's like some Borat shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It would be. Borat <laughs> wow, too. Tied together. Why does God buy your biggest? That's actually very int- like I didn't think about it at the time, but like Borat, Borat one and coming to America, the first one are both kind of like similar thematically because like it's about a foreign like somebody who's comes from like a really different culture in another country coming to america and it's like uh, hijinks cultural differences and it's the perfect because then like they can present that full display of comedy that we all so love and we needed this today yeah it was nice like we needed a a break from these documentaries yeah because we've been real heavy on the documentaries and dramas lately they make you pay attention. Like they do. Today. I mean, our most popular video is the Bob Lazar episode. Yeah. So like people obviously like it, but I feel like we, I feel like 90% of our episodes are about comedies. Mm-hmm. Like we did like a whole like Adam Sandler, like run <laughs> for like four weeks. <laughs> like, and that's, that's so funny. Cause like, I imagine some people are like, oh, fuck yeah. Adam Sandler movies are fucking funny, bro. And then other, there's the other people who are like, 
bro, dude, Adam Sandler fucking sucks. I know both sides. So, which, like, I understand both sides. Like, he's like a meme, but he's also a legend. But we've been we've been down the Adam Sandler rabbit hole plenty of times. Yeah. Look, look at, like, any of our other videos. You'll find it. But it's like, would you rather listen to us bicker and complain about, like, what a movie could have been, like, if it was an action film or, like, you know, something that you can really, like, pinpoint a lot of inact or, like, you know, airs or conspiracies possibly? Or would you rather just listen to, like, three boys just BS about some, like, hilarious content? Like, yeah. There- there's no way. It's like an right? escape for people. We watch an action film and then we talk about monkeys giving us aid. <laughs> like, there's no way that that comes around if we are. Unless it's like vital to the plot. Like, like a horror film. But also, though, I feel like a lot of shows. Unless, uh, a lot of shows don't have a Christian, though. Yeah. Maybe in, in, maybe in religion, but we got the we got the real deal. We got the. Yeah. Like you said, the wild card. I love it. though. Honestly, it's very. The monkey thing is very similar to. South Park making fun of uh, the virus. They're like, oh, somebody fucked a pangolin. And <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's Christian, the you scare me. Whenever we hit record, I don't know where you're going to go. And it's, it scares me. I know people who have been listening, like, probably get the same idea. That's probably why they listen. They're probably like, where's Christian going today? It's like, it's like you pass somebody the football and you think they're just going to go to the end zone, right? And they start like fucking break dancing and. <laughs> then they get they get tackled at the one yard line you're like whoa that was way different than i thought it was gonna be Start i will zigzagging you are, you've definitely laid a base for a nice little montage to be made of like oh yeah chris's hygiene this is like, gonna be like the joey diaz crazy stories it's gonna be christian's crazy conspiracies so here's how this here's how this relates to uh yeah uh you know the, the colombian drug running game okay <laughs> And Donnie Darko, you see, like whatever it is, the Bunny Man stands for, uh, you know, you know the the drug runners. And uh, I feel like we could just we could like literally give Christian like two points, like completely opposite, and he'll find a way to link them together. But like in the most like like absurd, yeah, that's, and that's like a journalist yeah. job. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's a job of a journalist. That's like a journalist, like a media thing. Like, take two unrelated things, get people to react. Good luck. I would like for people to send in like phrases to like our DMs or even like in the chat right now if or, you're watching. Yeah, I mean, like, chat's going. So. Send some phrases that we can possibly have Chris just toss into random episodes throughout like the next couple of weeks weeks like just to go really obscure and then chris actually has to have it make sense <laughs> it's to and relate have, to whatever we're so talking like, about we have to figure out what the phrase is well you i got one I mean? already uh our our boy steven you know the head of the the bs podcast network which if you haven't checked out bs podcast network yet do it, it out. we talk about it every every episode but he said link these irish potato famine and the marvel cinematic universe oh my gosh that's so easy <laughs> that's so fucking easy <laughs> Because the because I wrote a story about a potato famine once in fucking high school. All right, let's go. Basically, like the story was, it, it had to be a gothic story. So I said, okay, it's an Ireland, Ireland, Ireland. It's an Ireland. <laughs> it is Ireland, not the Ireland. <laughs> but anyways, cut that bullshit. I, I made a story about it. There's a famine. So basically, that's like that's like the hunt. That's the perfect breeding grounds for a tragic backstory 
everybody was starving. Oh, I had to fight the war to su- to support. Which actually, oh shit, that happened too. <laughs> that was real life. Yeah, no, okay, it was it's real very life. interesting. Kids were starving and and hungry in Ireland, so they'd say they're older than they were so that they could fight for the military in America. That's what happened uh, with General uh, General Custard. I thought you were about to say General Grievous. <laughs> mm, uh, Kenobi. Kenobi. Hello. Uh, but and it, it's actually really tragic because they needed to send money back to the home country Ireland. And they, these kids were like 16 or, or below. And they said, yeah, we're, we're old enough to fight. And General Custer took them out there to fight some Native Americans. Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse is like the lead guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I've heard of that. It's a very, and, and it turns out like Custer's painted as a fucking hero, but he's not. He's a piece of shit, dude. He was, <laughs> he was in line to like, for like a promotion or potentially being like the president one day. And he did this whole thing for glory. He's like, yeah, dude, I'll slaughter those fucking Indians for you, bro. And he recruited these Irish kids to do it. Oh my god! So, anyways, but like, dude, that's tragic fucking background breeding ground. What's a superhero? Some some sort of science fiction accident and tragedy. Oh, we were fighting in the war. <laughs> fucking there is there is uh, we used an experimental weapon and the radiation gave you powers, and your parents died because of the potato famine. That's how it would fit together. Like, and that's not even me thinking about it that hard. <laughs> And his favorite we we already have more too. We got two more. Um, so what I Austin one Austin. of them I'm going to keep because it's a, yeah. it's a phrase, and the other one maybe we'll do this because I'll of the for show. sure forget. I'll for sure oh, forget yeah. about the phrase. And then Chris, your goal is to uh, just sneak it in. Just sneak it in, and then if I can detect the phrase, I win. But if well, you can, what just, do you win? Just the the like fact that Chris is not better than <laughs> I am at going off on random tangents. Oh, I, no, I can if tell you, you for sure in. that Christian is way better at going off on random tangents. We'll see. We'll see. Because if if he can do it without me noticing, then I'll give it to him. But if he can't, then we'll see. I think this is a fun little challenge. I think it is. I think... I think so, uh, hey, I'm going to let you two be in cahoots. I'm going to try to figure it out for next right, week's yeah. episode. So uh, if you have more you want to send, just send it to lukewarmcinemapodcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll go through it and uh, I'll... I'll just I'll give like a little piece of paper to Christian on when I pick him up yeah. on the way. I'll be like, all right, you, you know what to do. It. And then uh, I got to figure it out. So, I think I got this. Uh, so going back to what we were talking about. Uh, I was going to say when they broke the fourth wall. Mm. And they were like uh, the prince was like, yeah, when they make, uh, you know, sequels to a movie that came out 20 years ago. And then they like look at the camera. I was like, oh, it, they yeah, did. No, they had to. They had to. I feel like if it's if you don't do it, like if you don't acknowledge it, like then the people get a chance to be like, oh, you know, say the same exact thing they said. Now they got to jump on you, freaking lousy cocksuckers. <laughs> the rotten oh, tomato, eating sequels and stuff. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the best movie ever be is a sequel, and it's Cars Two. And I'm saying that because I know we have Magic Our Way in the house in here, and they give me shit on the regular for it. So I'm just making sure I stand my ground because this is yeah. a stand your ground state. Shrek 2 is better. Shrek, Shrek. Okay, see, Cars, honestly, don't remember that well. I'll tell you that. And I'm like, <laughs> what, 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 what happened? Mater becomes a secret agent. Okay. Like, Lightning McQueen could never. He just gets into crashes and go, oh, if you bad for me. Okay, because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Pretty sure both of these were about a race. Like, <laughs> you're you're not wrong. All three cars movies have a race in them because so, they're cars. But Shrek Two, I think, like, 
I think it's irrefutable, like for sure. Like Shrek two is like Shrek and not to slouch Shrek one. It's like a Terminator one, two thing. Like, Oh, but Terminator two though. Terminator two is the better movie, but, but Terminator one's no fucking slouch. Like it's a cool fucking movie. Lord know? of the Rings. The second one, uh, the two towers. I think there, there's something to be said about characters finding their, their groove with a group, especially like, you know, right. You know, you, it, it takes, it takes a lot of magic to make one good movie. But then if you really do have a successful film and, you know, you have the, the means to go for it again, go for it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I think once you get past, unless it's like a, a written down story or like Star Wars or something, something's really interesting. Once you get past like four films, like Hangover could never have made a Hangover four. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's like a limit. Like that's between why three fast, or four. That's why the Fast and the Furious series should have stopped at Tokyo Drift. Now yes. we're on like Fast 15 and like it's on their kids now. But see, like, it's a weird niche category that people like. It is because I know people um, like my brother-in-law loves those movies. Like, he, that, like, that's all he wants is he just wants. And I'm like, all right, I guess if you like those movies, cool. But like me, I'm like, oh, what a family. Yeah. There's a, there was a TikTok I saw where they like just threw three random prompts and they were like, Yo, I think we got the next fast movie. <laughs> and it was just like family, uh, money, and like cars. Honestly, not that difference from the the cars like thing. Like we 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 just need to think of all these crazy reasons why there's a race. <laughs> you know, like all these How could we get a Bugatti covered in in uh uh vibranium in here? We we gotta do a crossover with the MCU. Yes. No, which is funny because we cause, don't need that. Because that Furious spinoff was like a superhero movie. Oh yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, with The Rock and Idris Elba. And it was like, oh, you have like your like superhero character, or like he was more of a supervillain, but like he had like powers. Well, that's just Idris Elba being Idris Elba. <laughs> that's him in real life. <laughs> um, something that popped up, right? And I think we got to address it. Um, during the beginning part of the film, there's an interview with the prince and this one guy. Uh, who's like dad was like a CEO of this company, Duke and Duke or whatever. <laughs> uh, Calvin. Calvin. So like he brings up, uh, the prince brings up. That, he's not the prince yet. He's just, oh, he isn't the prince yet. He's just he's, Lavelle. He's just Lavelle. Lavelle brings up uh, that he has a picture of Calvin in blackface. No, he goes, I hope they don't bring up a picture of blackface of you. Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> then Calvin tries to explain, well, it's just Will Smith's Aladdin. And like he, I brings to the question: Is Will Smith's Aladdin okay? No, it is absolute garbage. And I've said this before, especially to the to the the Magic Arway dudes. I said Kenny Ortega wants his goddamn High School Musical back because that's all it was. <laughs> Kenny Ortega. He's the one who choreographed. He's the one who worked with Michael Jackson. <laughs> all that. It's his movie. Um, oh my god i personally think they should have just left it alone let the legacy of robin williams be what it is but yeah, i i was thinking more of just like politically <laughs> but yeah no let's we can we can dive into that hmm so there's two sides to it first there's the is is it quality is it quality is it kino is it kino cinematography the I've never like sat down and like decidedly watched a, one of the Disney remakes, the live actions. I saw some of like the Beauty and the Beast one on TV, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, whatever. But like, I feel like the quality definitely varies. So uh, I'm like, 
I'm like, whatever, dude. And Will Smith's the fucking genius. Not, I guess I just don't care. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, there it is. I just laugh when he's who's that guy (laughs) he's in all the oh yeah 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 oh he's some dude but he just (laughs) but he'll go he'll be like "Ah and just like straight face right after and then there's politically i yeah 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 i mean we could dip our toe into it i would say calvin is not a person that can go in blackface oh no (laughs) calvin you do not have the card to do that but thanks for bringing it up in the movie. Like, I mean, oh, I think that was hilarious. And then he was talking about classic point. Well, oh, he's like, and your dad had to sneak you into a high uh, level rehab for your cocaine. He was like, it was, what was it? Oxy. It was Oxy. And my mom took me. And my mom took me. That scene was very funny um, because like right in the beginning of the movie, you know, like the movie isn't for the sake of any politics, but like, it's also not pulling any punches. Right. Right. Mm. So you get like the left and the right, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that was definitely a funny forth. ass scene. Like, you know, he, he's like being condescending because like he's the the manager and he's like, you know, interviewing a black guy. He's being all condescending and like, oh, maybe, maybe your father wasn't around. Like just like the worst shit. Or was your mom on drugs? Shit like that. Oh my God. <laughs> and then he, he pulls the like, ah, oh, bro, I bet you did blackface joke. That was funny. That was like the funniest joke of that scene. Yeah. That was. Does the first coming to America have a lot of musical scenes? No. Mm. Just the band, the uh, chocolate. Uh, and they have like a little something in the beginning with like when the, like the, the bride to be is introduced. But yeah, they didn't really have. I wasn't the biggest fan of the musical scene. I kind of already forgot him. So I'm already like. Eh. Yeah. Like I just to me personally. Um. They were flowing so well at a point. Oh the yeah, fucking punches were rolling. Like the f- they really did a great job of action packing the first twenty minutes. Like all right, we got to have people laughing their goddamn oh, yeah. asses and off. It was like, and they they held no punches either. They were going straight for like the gut right off the bat. And then you get like this drumming scene, which leads into like this singing scene, and they lost me. Yeah. Oh, because they were like trying to be like, ah, you know, West Side Story. But High it, school musical. The funeral was cool. That was funny. It was yeah. funny. It, it was, was funny. funny. It was cool. tastefully done. That I was okay with. But the second like musical scene where it's like they're introducing the princess. Yeah, the, it felt a little long winded. They yeah. could have just done like a like a brief like. Yeah, because I don't mind that. You were clowning them too. You were saying these stomp the yard looking ass. Yeah, no, because they enter the building and it's just like the funniest. Thing. It's like the most well choreographed little dance just to enter. And <sighs> what did uh, what did the prince call? He said something looking ass. Oh, I'm trying to gosh. remember. It was either him or Tracy Morgan that said it. Yeah, he did. I I I wouldn't remember. Uh, I should have wrote it down. I, I thought you were going to because you were like looking at your notepad there. By the way, for yeah, people who are I, new, George likes to write his notes longhand we don't judge him for it yeah my goal for this episode if i'm being so 100 percent honest whenever we do these recaps i always like i feel like i i just bring up these like specific points but today i wanted to go a little deeper like i wanted to be like why did i like what i watched okay and then like critically analyze some funny parts he said it making me laugh um (laughs) like one thing that got me was uh like the king and how kings are like tied together with like just one woman. You know what I mean? Like he has his wife and you know, 
there's really no like expanding and kings can get whatever they want remember like eddie murphy had that chick barking like in the first film and well, they showed that yeah well and that was the joke is because she was and they showed it with the prince too yeah they just did whatever you like so like what I was trying to get to is like, why don't Kings be like, Hey, we should kind of be like polygamist. And like, you know, we, we can kind of just have many. Well, Eddie Murphy was going to change the, the laws. And now that he has Leslie Jones in there. Now he gets to like, maybe he wants two Queens. He can get that are both from Queens pegged by Leslie <laughs> Jones. Oh my God. He could be the lucky Pierre in between Leslie oh, Jones no. and the, and his, and his queen. I don't know what her name is. Yeah. Yeah. And know. and same with his same with I'll the tell new you prince. Right now. Same we with the new write, prince. We should we should we should tweet the director, okay? Like this could be a spin-off. Queen Lisa. Or if we have any porn directors listening, this I mean, we're writing a script for you right here. Like kings get whatever they want. You get a multiple scenes, you get a pegging scene. You can, uh, yeah, I think there's, I definitely agree that there's this want for, you know, cinematography to go to a more pornographic place. Yeah. It's like you want porn, but the parts around it, you don't want to be like light handed. You want it to be like Hollywood grade, like plot. Well crafted, you know? Mm hmm. And I noticed there's no lifeguard on duty. This is a bathtub. <laughs> Mwah, best scene. Oh my goodness. They won an okay. Oscar for that. Honestly, though, if you guys were kings, would you like have like a polygamy? Like, I mean, if you could get any chick you wanted, like, you're like the king of a castle. I don't know. King of the castle. King of the castle. You get as many women as you want. You know, you know. No. I would. Yeah. No. And <laughs> ah. that, that's an exact awkward fucking face. That's the funniest thing when Eddie Murphy makes, makes the awkward, like, smile face. Like, the. It's like the, the I I put it down as his Respucia face scrunch. Respucia face I just remember scrunch. it from Norbit. Like I just remember seeing a whole bunch. Of like, damn it, Norbit! And it was like <laughs> that same face scrunch Ooh. is what he uses like for all those characters. Just, oh my right, goodness. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, to answer your question, that is a lot as a as a Doctor Doolittle too, though. I feel like that's like a common that's his, thing. That's, that's his, his staple. He did it a lot in stand-up in the 80s, too. So, But Christian, please continue. You asked um, you asked a question. Oh, if you were a king in the whole polygamous thing, were you going to go with that? Oh, okay. I feel like my answer was, I feel like every, every guy is going to say, I, I want to do that. I want to do that. But, like, dude, if you, if you were a king and you had a bunch of hot chicks, like, yeah, we'll bathe you. And, like, we're, we will bathe you naked. You know what I mean? You, like, it's like Tiger Woods. Okay. It like, like loses its luster. Is that what you're trying to allude to? No, I'm saying like everybody would like to say like that. Realistically, if you're put in that position, you probably like fuck all the chicks. You probably be like polygamist. Like, yeah, it's like Tiger Woods. It's like once you can get one, that's nothing. You got to <laughs> fucking. It's like the, the meme where it's like this is this gerbil. Male gerbil accidentally got released into the female enclosure, and it's going to be the father of eight thousand babies. And it's just a picture of the gerbil smiling really fucking big, like because <laughs> that's winning, baby. So I feel, I feel like that's the most realistic answer. Is yes, I would be polygamous. Totally fucking. I could see how it loses its luster, though. Like, like I guess part of the 
the best part of getting a woman to sleep with you, getting laid, getting pussy, is the chase. It's all about the chase of getting it. And if it's just handed to you all the time, it may not be as good. You know what I mean? It's that little anticipation like, oh, she may tell me to fuck off right now. She might call the police. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, my you're God. the king, king of the castle. You All right, everybody. I am we the hope police. you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> just kidding. I was just going to say, like, what if he's like, he's like, you know, instead of a bath, what if we just talked about our feelings? <laughs> Let's talk about boys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? <laughs> That's another. If I'm telling you, OnlyFans directors are going to just have a heyday if they find a cast to, to crew like go with it yeah just hire us as we'll be like we'll write your script we'll write your script i'll even offer video services and editing chris chris what if we honestly started (laughs) just writing scripts (laughs) to pornos and that this could be our own like side well i feel like they're super like it's like three people that do everything yeah i mean i can write one they're probably written on a post-it note and like the chick's (laughs) like it's like a (laughs) it could be a one word too like Hello. Or not even that. It could just, it could She's just, answering the phone and that leads to sex somehow. Or, or she could just say something like avocado and the dude's like, yes. Like, and you get the dude from my American, American Idol that's saying uh, Fireball. <laughs> He's avocados from Mexico. <laughs> and then just starts pounding. <laughs> but like halfway through, I want him to be like, I go into Hollywood. That would be the perfect tie in, man. <laughs> Catch American Idol Sunday night. American Idol, it's getting a little bit better. No, it's not. Don't lie. It's getting a little bit better by getting worse, I would say. Oh, it's you know getting it's mean? getting more entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. You have to hit rock bottom, you know, and then you can only go up. Uh, but American Idol was at rock bottom, and we wanted it to stay there. And they're like, "What if we be happy?" And we're like, "No, no, 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 no." Let's bring it, bring it I back. I guarantee down. you, middle aged chicks fucking love it. Oh yeah, I they guarantee, do. bro. Oh yes, they're reeling in the damn cash. Okay. Well, and like like the generation our age, like, oh my god, this is so like inclusive. So let me tell you, they hit it perfectly on the judges. Media. You get the the Midwest rednecks who like listening to Luke Bryant. They kind of you find get him the old heads. They see him as like pop, though. You get like yeah, the real know, country know, fans. Know, like, yeah. But then you get Lionel Richie in there for like so the like old people heads. like my mom, right? Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, I want to see Lionel again. You, you know, Katy like, Perry for people our age, and then yeah, and just for you know anybody with a something two to look working, at, two human eyes. Anybody with the power of two human eyes. Oh, who was the Katie guy? Perry. He was on American Idol and he sang like she banged like the the he's an Asian guy. And he sang it really shittily, but like he made like a whole album off of it. I feel like he would be like the winner. They'd be like, this is great. He's he's standing up for what he believes in. This is great. By the looks of it, they're letting anybody. I could I could have advanced this year. I could have put on a performance to advance. I think Chris could have definitely done it. And uh, if you played a uh, freaking Louis Armstrong. No, Chris would not sing that though. Chris would come in and sing Fortunate Son. Oh yes. yeah. Probably definitely CC. But he would come in and like camo and stuff and probably set Lionel Richie off or something. And it'd be like a Luke Bryan would be all over you. He's a troop. I love him. He is just he's next. <laughs> this level. is what makes our country great. This is just what America's. I bet about. you don't Go wear a ahead, mask man. either, huh, little man. You don't wear no mask. Yeah, that's a patriot. You'd say like Today I'm gonna sing Rogue Company. He'd be like, "Hell yeah, you are." <laughs> He'd salute you. William Hung. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin just told me William Hung was the guy who sang. 
he was like, Shabai, Shabai. <laughs> like it was real bad, but it was great because it was bad. I think he, oh my, I'm going to have to look this up, but I think he might've like made it past the first round because Randy was like, Hey, yo dog, that's tight. And Paula's like, he's wonderful. See, that's the thing. Like Paula was what all three of the judges are now, but like just one judge. And then Randy was like, I dog, you vibing. And then Simon was like, I shit better than you. Yeah. I, and you, you need that. You need that you need balance it. of three. Cause you just get all three, all three people that are like, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Bro, I remember, I think it was on the PS2. There was American Idol game. Oh, fucking the microphone. We're going to use those microphones for the next episode. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I'll tell you more about that. Cause that's something funny. I found out. But in that time, there was like a, like a, uh, like diarrhea of like microphone rhythm games. Cause rock band did it. And they're like, fuck sing star American Idol. A Barbie single. Wh- wh- I had a Disney princess one from my sister that she had for. I think we still have it. We'll have to go look. But boogie, that one was like microphone, and there was like a dancing mini. It had this like weird fucking orange character on the case. But anyhow, my point, my point was there was an American Idol game, and if you fucking did bad, like you couldn't like fail like in Rock Band. You do the whole song, and you either did shit or you did good. And if you did bad, uh, S- Simon Cowell would fucking roast you. That's a great. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You fucking donkey. No, that's 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 uh That's Gordon. That's Gordon. I've been watching him on Hell's Kitchen too. Gordon's great though because he just fucking And then, have you seen like uh Junior or MasterChef Junior? Yes. Like we've watched that one before and he's like, "Oh, it's okay." So soft. It's okay. Yeah, no, bro. Like he uh He's one of those rare people that you can like he could be the most angry. He could be cursing. He could do every politically incorrect thing. But because of his passion and his skill, nobody gives a fuck. No. Because they can just see that. It resonates. Have you seen him. him on TikTok? Yes. Or you just roast the fuck yes. out. Yes. But people will send him shit. Like they'll pour Skittles in his like their oil and then bake steak. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And people love that. Okay. So Gordon fucking Ramsey, right? One, I used to work at a Walmart, and apparently Gordon Ramsay did some sort of fucking, like, appearance there at, at that, that Walmart. At that Walmart? The one by McCarran. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense. It's right by the airport, so you can get in and get out. Get the fuck out of the cell hole. <laughs> but anyways, and that's not really the important thing. He did this video where, like, he shows how to make a grilled cheese sandwich, and he fucking cooks it to where the cheese isn't melted. It is not melted is in the Is this what he bread. does, like, in a brick oven? Yeah, he does it in a brick oven. Hey, Money Webby showed that, and he was like, Oh, this is going to be good. And at the end, he's like, what the fuck is this? And it pissed me off. How are you? How do you not melt the cheese? He made like an $85 grilled cheese and it wasn't even a grilled cheese. <sighs> See, that's like the only time I've ever heard of him doing something bad. Oh, well, there's apparently. It surprised me. He did like, a, I want to say it was like either. It, it was like some like he's either like Thai food or something. And like the chef was like, this is fucking dog shit. And he was like, what do you mean? Well, like, I think. You can't be a master of everything when it comes no. to cooking. Like it's, and you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your bad ingredients. And that ties into coming to America because <laughs> Gordon Ramsay actually came to America with a dream. Oh, but he and, did it in England, I think. I think he was already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, you know, he just came over to expand. And he wanted to bring the message that people that have nose rings, those septum rings, and they're connected to their earrings, like that's the newest fad, and I think it's hot as hell. Did you guys notice that in the movie? Coming I didn't notice to it, but I was like, eh. 
I was very taken back by it. At first, I thought, like, uh, Fault in My Stars, you know, like, where she's, like, wearing, like, the, the oxygen mask. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going in that chick's nose? But it's, like, golden, so it's, like, a royal oxygen mask. But, no, it's just an earring. It's just jewelry. Connected to, like, the nose ring. I thought it was awesome. That's a real thing. Like, they, I think in yeah, India, I, they do that. I found it. I found it, like, attractive for some reason. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, like some of those chicks were good looking. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of good looking women in this film. And uh, the I remember, I remember the one where it's like a, like a nose piercing, and then like they got like a chain off it. Yeah, yeah. Which pretty cool. I don't know. It's it's different. It, I like. There's like a bunch of movies that kind of do it to where like they play up the like African royalty aspect of it so like they have the clothes and the fashion and uh this one was one of the better ones i'd say mm-hmm. what was the adam sandler movie where like they went on like an african vacation oh, uh, blended i didn't I, the terry cruz I, I wasn't the movie was funny but like that like the it was an, another one of those like niche like oh it's it's african culture movies and uh i didn't like that one as They're like much. safaris ah yeah zimbabwe yeah, I didn't like that one as much. This one I liked. Because I think even too, like, I found it very uh, appealing that they, they get to show, like, the real royal side of, like, African, like, kings and rulers. Because, like, Africa was the richest part of the world, like, early on, you know? Like, there was a lot of, like, kings and rulers there that would actually have bricks of gold just, like, how Adam, or just like how Eddie Murphy was with Arsenio Hall, and they come over to America, and, you know, freaking two mil in a in a briefcase with gold bricks, like <laughs> Did it drop tie- it in the in the the Queen's apartment. It ties together like really well. Um, other than that, though, guys, I I think I'm ready to give my uh, pineapple rating on it. I I mean, I there's I'll, not much more to be said besides go watch it. Yeah, I mean, Amazon Prime. This is one thing that I'm really digging. Uh. Second Amazon Prime movie that we've watched. It's a it's a golden one too. It's really good. I a think, sequel. Borat. A, a was, sequel. Yeah. Two sequels. I don't think it's going to be high as high on my list as Borat, but it's not going to be low by any means. It's still going to be a very good rating, at least on my end. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just start it off. First time ever watching Coming to America. I'm gonna give this a four point two five. Um, possibly if I would have had that tie in from the first movie, I might rank this a little bit higher. Uh. But overall, it got exact. I, I didn't imagine it being this funny, right? Oh, yeah. No, and it's, I, it's good. Like, seriously, because I didn't even read anything relating to yeah, coming to I America. I gave you a Spark Notes introduction a to the quick, first one. But, like, when you said it, nothing in my head clicked as, like, this is going to be, like, a hilarious film. And, I mean, within the first three minutes, like, like I had a small smile, and then my grin just slowly started to grow. And I was like, ah, I'm in comedic like limbo right now like i can just be chilling here i can come up here i like when we take the documentary notes i have to frick i'm like two pages deep i have a lot of points and like taking notes in science class for real like Like what is all this shit in this movie i just like i sunk into my couch and i was like exactly what i needed 4.25 all right chris what do you what do you say oh just remembered something uh, totally unrelated. 15. We were talking about 
the the microphone games, and you said, "Oh, we should use the Rock Band mics." No, no, no the the shitty PlayStation Two generic one. Back then, they were pretty much all the same. They were like, a, like a very like, it's like, bro, how cheaply can we include a fucking microphone with a game? Most of them, you can't hear them in the game, and the reason why is because if you put it into Audacity or something. One time, I tried to put it into my PS4 <laughs> to chat with people. And it sound like just because like, oh, haha, it's going to probably sound really fucking weird. It's only meant to pick up tone, not like a, a high quality recording. So you literally sound like eight times shittier than like a like 1920s like radio broadcast. Oh, my God. I just imagine. No have way. you seen that video of the like the little kid with the Android? It sounds like all pixelated and shit. No, I just well, I mean, imagine. I've, I've seen my own mom's videos of like <laughs> freaking Android. This is like, you know, like 2000, imagine 2007's Android sending a video to a iPhone, but like, like today, how that would come out. Does oh. she still have the same phone? No. Oh, okay. I was like, come on, man. We did have the rotary phone at one point in time in my house. That's cool. We still have a house phone. My, my dad still has a, a home phone and all we get are Most just spam people calls. people love having landlines. And we just get spam calls to it. So it's like, what's the point? I work doing surveys for a hot minute and. Old people are the only people on landlines. If you're calling doing landlines, you're going to be talking to old people. Mm. Anyways, onward, <laughs> onward and forward, Austin. Well, hold on. Chris, I took us on a fucking tangent. Chris uh, was getting us the deets about the PlayStation Two microphones. Yes, I I didn't want to didn't want to leave that out. That's crucial to my review. Um, this movie was really good. We didn't really get into it, but I like the story a lot. First, I was disappointed because I felt this story wasn't as much about uh, Eddie Murphy's character as much as it was his sons. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. But then I started really liking it. And I'm like, oh, this pretty sweet story, actually. So just really good, like, I guess, like a dramatic level. Um, Comedically, first, I thought it was too, like, normie. Like, Eddie Murphy's kind of like did all this like edgy funny shit like his like stand up like you know delirious and the original coming to america and he's one of those actors that kind of started going off into like a more like family movie role in some of his stuff like like mm-hmm. dr doolittle and stuff so i think we kind of like see like a really good like a marriage of those two types of comedy that he did in this movie it's still raunchy it still doesn't pull the punches just like coming to america but it has a more modern like feel good type movie vibe Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty good. I also I didn't care for the singing bits either. It's one of those like mishmash genre movies, but I was never like, oh, this like ruins the movie. It was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was a good little intermission. I wouldn't take a piss. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that is bro. true. You did leave, and I was like, you know, I don't think he's missing much, <laughs> bro. One time, me and my buddy Jim went and saw. It was like a pol- It was like a political political documentary, and they were showing it at theaters. So we're like, but bro, why not? Like seems interesting and they had these like choir singing parts like to be patriotic and there was two of two breaks and they were both like five minutes and the first one were like like oh like the singing is really good but like this is not what we came here for and then the second one that's when we took the bathroom break okay. the second song but uh um what else was epic songs about this movie um i was saying i like the music was like whatever don't care um, the cast was all really good. Um, something else to bring up is that like this is this fits into like the black comedy type genre, 
and like those movies those movies like always have like a like special thing about them kind of like and you may say like i know it's like reductive to say you know oh it's one of those it's one of those blank movies but like this i think it uses the cast and like the culture and like a way that made this a much more like funny and like positive movie so yeah, like i'm yeah. always like that's always cool when it happens like this movie um and uh fuck which which one of them from uh key and peel was making horror movies oh that was uh i'm such a shithead because i didn't watch was, uh, peel. jordan peel yeah jordan peel peel he's like he's like doing the thing like it's like it's kind of like you know like oh you have like all the like white movies i guess and then like i think you know what i mean there's some that go into like more uh romance or like extreme family um and like <laughs> drama Perry. like drama-esque those are the kind of films that like i mean that's just not what i was like grown up around like i didn't i can't relate yeah. to a lot of i didn't the start watching the tyler perry movies till vanessa started watching them it was like her her i guess her and her sister like them and i was like these are like super juicy drama like now i know why people like them yeah. it's like it's like over the top like i slept with your sister i slept with your mom it's like whoa, whoa. all right we gotta unpack all and this tyler shit. perry's everybody and you're just like, what the hell is yeah, going on? Yeah, and you're here? only 10 minutes in. You're like, oh, shit. We're, all right, let me sit down because we're going to get into this. Yeah, no, but I, I do see what you're saying there. People toss that just like just overall label or overarching theme on like a film like this. And it's mm-hmm. like, geez, Louise, guys. Good films are good films. Go give it a look. So what do you rate it? All right. Um, this was good. I, I would say... I like the first one better because the first one is more about the hijinks. Like the whole thing is just raunchy humor and hijinks, right? This one takes more of that like dramatic aspect and also like the other like subgenres, like the sing-along and there's like these fight scenes as well. There is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this mishmash. Those I was kind of lukewarm on. Haha. <laughs> but, <dum-dum. laughs> but, uh, so this, I'd say like a 3.8, pretty good. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so for me, the the moment that stands out the most is just the barber shop because it's just like it's like three fourths Eddie Murphy. Actually, mm-hmm. it's like four fifths Eddie Murphy because Arsenio Hall is in there. But uh, it, that's the raunchy humor of it. That's like the great just like aha, you ain't paying no child support. You came back. You dumb. He's like the Nazis are coming back. The Nazis are coming back. He's like, and they dress like they work at the Geek Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh. But for me, um, it was, I don't know, it was great to see this, this like, universe brought back. This, I will agree, like, I do kind of think I lean more towards the first, but the second one was really good. I'm going to give it a solid 4.5 pineapples. Wow. So we're right around, I think that averages to, like, a 4.2. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, pretend total. to know math. 4.2. Sounds about Overall. Right. Very good. Very, Very good. good. And now I can go, like, take my post-show poo now yeah well almost yeah so uh drop the fucking log brother <laughs> drop the log <laughs> well with that being said everybody uh first of all we want to thank everybody who's joined us tonight yes. for our first ever live stream this is going to be how we do every episode they're still going to be on itunes spotify all that and we're still going to keep the videos up you know george is george is working hard on some stuff for y'all y'all haven't seen yeah yet. yeah no we're trying to we're trying to get you guys just some more content so that if you're not able to catch the full episode like i mean i understand like an hour is a long time Yeah, we're at almost an hour and a half right now we i i'm looking at getting you guys five to ten minute you know sections or 
you know, that, that you guys may enjoy, you know, that'll please your ear canals and, you know, just tickle that eardrum just in the proper way that you like it. So stay tuned for that. It'll be posted on YouTube. Right um, where you find this. Uh, possibly some like IG TV stuff too. Yeah, I mean, I figure we, we can just take it. TikTok. Yeah. I mean, guys, the production value is just buy stock and lukewarm cinema because we're you know, going to the moon. We had a microwave as the thing that we we're holding our microphone. Now look at, at us. Now look at us. We got a full camera setup, which the camera setup is going to get better. We've pioneered a divergent market. And very soon, when, you know, the normal fiats drop out, and you know, inflation takes over. Pineapples are not just going to be the rating system of movies. It's going to be what backs all of our currency. Yeah, and why not? What, what company do you think is bringing that to fruition? The LCP. Fruit, you mean fruitition? Fruitition. I love strawberries. <laughs> Got to do it, man. Got to do it. Well, I feel like we should probably wrap this up. But Thank anyways, you, you guys yes. know where to find us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us. Give us those uh those quotes and phrases you want Christian to sneak into episodes. Yes, oh, it'll be I'm a game for this. too. I'm stoked for this. This is gonna be make tight. it as abstract and like as difficult to weave into a real conversation oh, as I'm possible. Stoked. Thank God you remember that. Okay, but if you want to, if you want to send those to us, lukewarmcinemapodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, for the first time live, guys, until next week, Jin Kui. Jin Kui. Jin Kui.